my head into the wall because oh my goodness folks I'm Joe Scanlon and that's Creighton Branch on this side of the microphone and um, Michael Scott said it best no god please no that was basically how I was feeling the whole game we are the Beeble boys sorry forgot about that I've been drinking a lot drinking a lot of <laughs> sadness so um, there's no excuse for drinking when you're sad but in this case I think there is because Creighton God. That was the worst game Texas has played this year. I'm gonna try real hard not to just. I'm gonna try real hard. I know, I know, I know, I know. You're still mad. I'm, I'm still mad. I'm, I'm. Tr- we'll try to be constructive. We'll constructively criticize these guys. I'm gonna try real hard. Because there was some good, not a lot of good, smidge of good, smidge of good, mostly bad. We're going to start with the game, though, and then, of course, we're going to... Okay, we have to have a whole section dedicated to the coaching staff because that was god-awful. Holy cow. I call a better game on my Madden games. On my PlayStation 4. So <laughs> I'm, tired of, I'm tired of waking up at 8 a.m. to watch L's. Well, hey, guess what? That was, the first 11, that was the first 11 o'clock game, so you haven't been waking up at 8 a.m., really. So. I know. Now I'm afraid it's going to start happening. Oh, God, no. But it's one Boy- loss. And, and, and before we before we jump into the doom and gloom, it was one loss, folks. Not the end of the world. We went out. Oh, that's we, true. We went out. We, but you win. You win one week at a time. All these people saying we'll see you in Arlington. Don't get ahead of yourselves. Win one week at a time. And that's something Tom Herman said. What, what did he say? Go one to zero every week or something like that. He sure did, and they rarely actually did it. And that was the one. That's it. the one so. thing. That, uh, <laughs> God dang it! <laughs> so, so. But that's the, most that's of, the one thing. Most I, of the time, like, you're zero one. That's the one thing I like. What he said though, go one to zero every week, and that's what Texas has to do right now. The piss t- the piss chart awful, terrible. We're not even yeah. gonna bring that up. So let's I'll get give into it this to game. Him. Oh, you know, I still, I, it's funny you say that. I still think about that on a daily basis. That's funny you actually say that. I kid you not. I was thinking about it yesterday. Creighton sitting at how, the urinal. Creighton sitting at the urinal. Oh, I'm a bad teammate. <laughs> I just, just every day, I just like, that's just one of the things I sit there and I go, my Lord, I had to, I, I had to suffer through three and a half years of that. I'm just like four, three and a half. How long? I don't even know. I can't remember. Feels like it's been forever, but I just I still think about that how weird that time was, and at the same time it felt like we were getting better. But were we even getting? I don't know. Regardless, here we are, another Red River loss in the state fair, <sighs> yeah. and yeah, congrats, yeah, maybe, to Oklahoma. Maybe I guess go, maybe I if we know. go next year. Maybe if we're down there next year. Maybe we'll win. How about that? I gotta get to one. I'll I'll admit that. I'll say that. I gotta I gotta get to one. I just wish the tickets weren't. We gotta stop scalping tickets. But it's whatever. <laughs> All right. Well. Like oh, go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you're scalping five, tickets. Five hundred dollar yeah. tickets. Five hundred tickets. Really? Yeah, that's Brad. Oh man, I feel bad if you pay for five hundred bucks to watch that team play <laughs> in the Cotton Bowl. It's a great atmosphere, though. It's worth the four hundred dollars because I think I went to a game where they just generally just flat out lost. So it was like, eh. I had fun. So forgive me for being drunk during this, folks, but let's get into this. Uh, 34-30, to 30, Texas loses to Oklahoma in the Cotton Bowl. The sad corny dogs that were devoured after the game and sad beers drank were numerous, probably. Let's, let's go quarter by quarter here. Okay, this is going to be big. This is a big contentious part of the whole pod, and we're just going to jump right into it. Quinn Ewers... Finished with a stat line of 31 of 37 for 346 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions for a 75.9 quarterback rating. That first quarter, he was god-awful. He looked, he did not look at all like the top-rated quarterback coming out of high school in his redshirt sophomore year. He looked like a JV kid who was shitting his pants. 
because that second play of the drive, and we all know what I'm talking about, the second play of the drive, I'm pretty sure it was triple coverage, if not double coverage. Yeah, no, I, I say, I'd say double just to be generous. I'm, I'm more than certain it was triple. And it didn't even look like he looked anywhere else. That's the thing. No, I don't That's think he did. I don't think he did. And so he throws the pick. Oh, you get seven off of that. Hey, we lost by four. Wow. For those saying that I thought Quinn was the problem, 34 minus 7 is 30. Oh, no. That's not... I can't math. I'm fucking drunk. Okay, 34 minus 7 is 27. What is going on? 30 to 27, Texas wins. There you go. There you go. I, I, I got there. I got there. So, was Quinn the whole problem? No. Was Quinn a big problem in that first quarter? Yes. Because he also threw that pick down in the red zone... Well, he threw his throwing to Jatavion Sanders. And, yeah, I mean, dude, was the throw a little high? Yes. It did hit. I'm willing to go 60-40 Quinn's fault because it did hit him in the hands. However, he did get popped. He got lit up. And he got hit pretty And that ball just went flying into the air. Tip drill. Tip drill is the easiest drill in the world. So, um. Yeah, they showed that. Yeah, I... So when it comes to Quinn Ewers, and I tweeted this out and I got some hate for it. I'm sorry, Lacey. We love you. Uh, my my whole point though know, is he should not be doing this. He is the highest rated quarterback to come out of high school ever, ever. Better than Vince. Better than Trevor Lawrence. Better than Sam Bradford. Better than Colt McCoy. Uh, better than Eric Crouch. Like honestly, name a Heisman quarterback. Yeah, I did name Eric Crouch. That's old school. <laughs> uh, but. Name a Heisman winning quarterback. He was higher rated than them coming out of high school. He should have only gotten better. And he has not gotten... I'll say he's gotten a little better. He has gotten a little better between last year and this year. Well, yeah, I don't think but he But mu- not as much as he should have. It's... I, I don't think anybody... I don't... I, it's it's not... It's honestly not a dispute of if he got better or worse. It, he did get better. And I think that's... You can say that. But at the same time... He still makes decisions that are just like so off, and you. There's just times where you look at it and you go, "Dude, are you? Do you even do? Do you know what you're, what you're doing?" And then when it comes to the interception, I would find I if there is anybody out there that is that can watch that interception and say, "Oh well, this is why he did that," or justify the reason for him throwing that ball there. I don't know what you're talking about because you can look at that thing from six different angles and instantly. You can see that it w- it was a bad idea. He was covered. The guy was pulling up. It was it was so obvious that if you were to throw that ball, and especially the way that the, the Quinn's been, you know, th- sometimes throws the balls. They're not always the most perfect balls in the world, Joe. The odds of that getting intercepted were high, and of course it did. And he leads with his eyes. Let's call it what it is. He leads with his eyes. I'm not. This is this is in no way. No. Listen, my credentials are flat, Joe. They're straight up certified. I have said on here for four and a half years since he has been a sophomore at Southlake that he is one of the best talented quarterbacks I have ever seen in my entire life. I think he can throw the football a a freaking mile. I think he is so talented when it comes to God-given talent. My thing is the decision-making is not always there. And I don't think by any stretch is it his fault only his fault that they lost this game because there's a lot of points that I'm going to get to in this podcast that it's a lot of people's faults. He's just one of them. The thing is, is that if you are the quarterback, your job is to not cost your team points. And he did in the first two minutes of the football game. No, I have a point I'd like to make, Creighton. I'm raising my hand. Oh, yes, student. Oh, yes, um... I was listening to a podcast, actually. It's a Nebraska-based podcast. Shick and Nick Show. Shick and Nick Show. It's very funny. I'm actually featured on it quite a bit. It's pretty funny. Um, they were saying the other day, the quarterback is the most important piece on the field. Yeah, and sure. So so you need so you need to be on it. And he was not on it the whole game. That's that's my point I'm trying to make. Well, don't throw a pick in the 20. You, that's where you throw well, they, the interception? Go, he, he like, that's where it. you... Do- I know, it's awful. And I think that when you look at the stat line, you go, oh, three, because we've done that too. We've done that too. We look at the stat line at the end, we go, and we've mentioned it. 
it's the strangest thing in the world. We go, golly, he didn't look that great. But when I look at the stats, how can I dispute, you know, 31 and 37 and three, what is it? Basically 350, 346 and, and the touchdown. But when you, when you just watch, you're just like, wow, that whole first, like really the first half, but definitely the first 15 and a half minutes looks completely outside of his mind. Just lost. Doesn't know what's going on. Just, I, I was honestly stunned because I thought he was actually going to come in there and do a great job. And it took no time for him to be completely out of, he, I texted you that way early in the game. I said, like, God, he's got nothing right now. I don't know what's going on. And it just felt like, I don't, I don't want to say that he was like timid or overwhelmed. Cause how could you say that when he had last year, but they definitely were causing problems for him. And that, that's a scary fact because if you can get to Quinn Ewers and he can't get out of it, I don't know. I mean, I I just I don't know. I I don't. It's a it's a, it's a lot. You're not drunk, Creighton. I'm drunk, so the fact that you're rambling kind of scares me. Um, no, I'm messing. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. Thanks, but Joe. no, but you're right. You're welcome, man. You're right, though. The stat line does not reflect how he played. And people who know ball, people who know football. Will agree with us. People who are a casual fan, which is completely fine to be a casual fan, completely fine. <laughs> but don't come at me and say that you know he's gotten better when clearly he's not. I mean, but he okay. Has he gotten has he gotten oh, better okay. since freshman Immensely year? Immensely better. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. The problem is is that when I look at this and I when I when I look out there in the grand scheme of things and I see top fifteen NFL pick. And the number sixth overall, you know, all this Heisman candidate and all these different accolades. And then I watch a game like this. I go, dude, where, where, where? And I want him to be, I want him to be the best. I do. But just like the other people we're about to get to in a Red River rivalry game against Oklahoma, a team you knew I don't think anybody, Joe, out in that stadium, I would hope not, and I would definitely hope it wasn't the players, I don't think anybody thought that Oklahoma was going to come out not fired up after losing 49-0 to a year ago. There's Everybody and their mom knew that they were going to come out with their heads on fire trying to prove a point, and Texas got got. They, I, I don't understand why... It felt it felt like they weren't in a way they weren't ready for all of that. They weren't ready for the intensity that Oklahoma brought, and I don't know if that was a just a flat out like a game plan issue, or they'd underestimated something, or but I'm sick and tired of coming on here, and I know it's one game. I know it's one game, and I understand that there's. The path is there. They still control their own destiny, which is very, yes, very do. nice. How, That's nice. However, the thing is, is now you have to go undefeated. And let's assume, like, if, if something crazy happens, what are you going to do if Quinn gets hurt? What are you going to do if somebody, what what if Ryan Watts can't go for the rest of the year? What if Jatavion Sanders, there's so many factors that you can't just assume you're going to be there in Arlington at the end of the year. You got to win all your games because Oklahoma certainly does. Oklahoma certainly for the better part of 10 years has found a way to win almost all their games except for the last one. We could talk about that at some other point, but I'm just saying they always find a way to get it done. And if you can't come into a Red River rivalry game and show up like those guys did. You get punched in the mouth in the first three minutes. I don't know what's going on. I think that's more of a coaching thing. We're going to get to that in the next section. Let's talk more. So, but long story short, Quinn, not the whole problem, but definitely did not do himself any favors in that first quarter. Agreed? Yeah, no, he's not. He's no, yeah, he's no. I I agree. He's not. He's not the. He's not the whole problem. I just. This is what I keep telling. I told you this twice, and I'm gonna say it for the pod. I just wish for one time that I could look at him and be like, okay, you were the one that tried to get everything back on track, and you were not the problem. But it feels like every time he is always. It's and it's not saying. I'm not saying because I know how this is gonna sound. I'm not trying to say, oh, switch Quinn or. You know, Malik should come in as much as I think Malik is a great quarterback or any of this. I'm not saying any. I'm just saying that it feels like countless times on a loss there. We are always saying, you know, one of the issues is Quinn needs to do this. And I am rating Quinn based off of how good people are saying he is and how well he was projected coming in 
to this Longhorns team. That's all I'm saying. So no, it's not just his fault, but he definitely was part of the problem. And I wish he wouldn't always be. You bring up the Malik thing, honestly. I wish he had a shorter leash. I wish Quinn had a shorter leash. We have two five-star quarterbacks in the damn on the damn bench. Yeah, it's not like Malik is this scrub. Malik is a guy who's taller than Quinn. He's faster than Quinn. He throws the ball harder than Quinn. Bigger, bigger. He wouldn't have gotten popped and fumbled I'll, the ball. Yeah, like I'm Quinn. not saying that he can come out here and win games that Quinn has won, but I am saying that he is not far off in terms of talent and physique different than Quinn it's not is the drop-off in quarterback and arch by the way is is not significant in the Texas room it's just not so let's move to the trenches because you know you're only as good as your own line and Jake Majors going down early did not have any favors although it looks like it's going to be okay they said he was going he was he could play uh yesterday in an emergency situation but clearly he wasn't. He didn't play. Um, so, but I think with this bye week coming up, I think he's going to be just fine to go for Houston. Hopefully, unless they were all lying to us. I hope not. So, but but it was clear. We I think we've taken Jake Majors for granted because sure. You know, I don't even know who's his, his replacement is. I don't even know his name. But he didn't do too bad, I guess. But like it was just it kind Robert, of threw off the, his name? I think his last name was Robertson, if I'm correct. We'll Anyways. fact check that. We'll fact check that. Anyways. Oh, you want me to? Okay. No, yeah. Fact, fact check it while I talk. <laughs> and it was just clear. The rhythm was thrown off. And the center is the second most important spot on the football team. It is. Because without the center, without a good center, you have nothing. And, it, I mean, Banks Banks blocked well. I think our favorite player, Hayden Connor. Connors? Yeah, Connors? Yeah. I don't know. Dude, I'm drunk. Okay. Favorite player. <laughs> uh... I mean, he didn't do well. He, I mean, he didn't do bad. Sorry, he didn't do bad. But Donovan Campbell, dude, like, I'm about to take a movie card, you know, DJ, bro. DJ, DJ Campbell. Oh, DJ, dude. Um, we should just stop the pod right now because I don't know what I'm saying. But DJ Campbell, uh, yeah, I'm about to take your movie card, dude, because like we don't we that's not BBAW fight right there. That was awful. <laughs> that was pathetic. A hold, holding and. Well, no. Oh, so we'll, yeah, we'll, talk about the, we'll talk about the refs. The refs weren't great, but you can't rely on the refs to win a game. So the we got beat on the trenches and on the O line. We got beat on the trenches on the D line too. And yeah, that D line was yeah. it was that D line was supposed to be you know just leap and leaps and bounds better. One offensive lineman for OU blocked two of our defensive linemen on the final drive. One took down two. <sighs> And if you don't believe me, go watch the tape. So, yeah, the uh, I was right. It's uh, what's his name? Uh, Connor Robertson. <clears throat> Quite frankly, held his own. Could have been a whole lot worse. Uh, honestly, oh, he, was, oh I, yeah, no, he yeah. he stepped up for a freshman. He stepped up. Yeah, so looks, I'm not. He, but it's yeah, just was different. able to was able to figure it out, and you know. It could have been a hundred times worse in that center position, and I'm surprised. Honestly, I thought there was going to be a lot more penalties from that spot, but he did pretty okay. So I'll give him that. I feel bad for him that he got thrown into it like that, but that's the that's what happens. And at least it shows. Well, I don't know if at least it shows, but it kind of at least gave us an idea of what the depth is on the O line past the starters. I don't. I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing. I'm just saying you got to see a little bit of it yesterday. The problem is, I'll tell you this right now, Joe, if you if you are not going to win the line of scrimmage, <clears throat> let's start on the offense. If you're if 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 your old line is not gonna give protection and they're gonna get manhandled, you're not gonna win very many games. And you'd be stupid to think that you're gonna that you're gonna just win out if the O line because there's some teams coming down the pipe that can beat you if they're able to get pressure on Quinn. For the entire game, and if they get five, you know, if they get five sacks or whatever, you're not going to win very many ball games if your O line can't do it. That was a problem. I don't. It. I'm not saying that the O line has been perfect the entire year, but I am saying that there has been plenty of games where they have shown that they can get it done, and they haven't always. They haven't caused a lot of penalties. Uh, DJ Campbell obviously has had his issues, but overall, like the Alabama game which is the second biggest game of the year, probably compared to this one, you know, they played, they played clean football Mm -hmm. and there was no issues there for that game. But when you, 
watched yesterday, you go, whoa, is this the, is this the same line that I was watching the entire year? I mean, it was just collapse. They were getting penetration. Quinn had no time. He couldn't. Granted, the receivers were getting covered, but still at the same time, I don't think he had enough time for most of the game. And he's not a runner. He can run the ball, but he is not a running quarterback. And so he had to flush out of the pocket way too many times. It collapsed. They couldn't get Jonathan Brooks really anything for the most part. Not to mention that they didn't really give him that many opportunities in the first half. Regardless, the ones that he got, they didn't give him anything to work with. I think they were like one-yard gains every now and then. But the O-line just completely collapsed for the most part. And if that's going to happen throughout the entire season, you will lose another ball game. I don't know where it's going to be, but you will lose another ball game because you're going to keep a team in it because you can't score. And that'll actually, we'll get to that in a second too, about the scoring. It, it's just unbelievable. See, I, this is the problem. This is the problem. Cause I'm going to sound, I'm, I'm sounding like a complete jerk, but that's not the point. All I'm trying to say is there's holes in this team. And you mentioned the defensive line, Joe embarrassing absolutely embarrassing after all the talk that we've heard and what we've seen you get manhandled like that you get manhandled manhandled like that for the entire game they've got to start joe they've got to start getting pressure on quarterbacks joe they've got they have got to start rushing these guys getting these guys uncomfortable because they haven't done it for the better part of the year and if you keep facing these, and I'm looking, I'm looking towards the future. If you get, let's say you get all the way back down there. If you're not going to get pressure on Dylan Gabriel next time, let's say you play him again, you will not win. Or let's say you win and you go to the playoff. You will not, you will not win in the playoff if you don't get pressure. They got to start getting pressure on these guys. That, that, that's been an issue and it's kind of helped them. I mean, they haven't had to worry about it. I kind of wish they would have played Jalen Daniels because I think they would have seen it more, but that's been a thing we've talked about. The pass rush hasn't been able to get there as easily as we would hope, and it hasn't really bit them in the butt until now. I'm not going to touch too much. You kind of hit every nail on the head there, but the offensive line, I mean, yeah, they didn't give Quinn any time. And then I'm going to touch real quick on the wide receivers. We're not going to spend too much time because they actually did help. Quinn had some bad throws, and they helped out by going back for the ball and stuff. But they, a lot of those sacks were covered sacks. So they weren't creating separation. They weren't getting open. And that's a problem on the wide receiver core. Whittington, man, if anyone on this team wanted it more than anyone else, it's Whittington. He wanted that sucker. He wanted that game. And it's like, do we need a team full of seniors? Because I know it's his last. <laughs> he, it could be his last time playing OU. Of course he's going right. to want it, you know? Because I don't know. I don't know. what, But, yeah, like I said, the trenches stunk. And a couple of bright points though. Jonathan Brooks, for for his credit, he still rattled off twenty two carries for one hundred and twenty nine yards and a touchdown. Yeah, he did what he needed to do. They finally gave him the opportunities in the second half, and he he was able to finally get some holes. I figured it was going to be a matter of time until he did, and certainly, I just wish that they would have given him a, like five or six more carries in the first half to see if he could have got one because I do believe he could have. But regardless, you're right. He did end up with you know basically a buck thirty, which solidified to me, Joe, that he is at this point a top five running back in the nation. Don't think you can dispute it. No, not at all. And we're going to uh, let me let me look here. Let me look here. Up oh, there it is. Bert, here's your BB back. We're, <laughs> we apologize for uh, for taking away from you last week. Uh, three for three on field goals and kept us in this game. So uh, go Bert Auburn. And that's why we're glad he's a Longhorn. That, yeah, that, shout out to him. Yeah. yeah. So Nailed it. There were some, some bright points, but there just wasn't enough bright points. Too many mental errors, too many mental mistakes. The penalties, the penalties. Oh, my God. The refs were not great because they missed face masks and stuff on Texas. And they missed holdings on Oklahoma's offensive line. But... Again, you can't blame the refs for everything. Don't don't act like Nebraska fans, people. Okay. They, were, they were up fucking 15 against Louisiana Tech. Oh, hold, hold, ref. I'm like, you're up 15. <laughs> Shut up. Like, God. Did they win? Yeah. It was Louisiana Tech. Yeah, they won. You you act like we should assume that Nebraska is going to beat Louisiana Tech in this day and age. Okay, you're right. I apologize. But, yeah. uh, but they did win. But, like, I, I don't know. It just pisses me off when people complain about the refs. Unless it's, like, like that fumble at the beginning with Gunner. Yeah. That was, oh, my gosh. If they had if they had called that a fumble, I felt let like they the were. refs yeah, have see, it. 
like those those it. things you're right those things i'm like i get it but like every like every, if, if you go honestly let's be real if you and, go to, if you go to any game you're gonna you could you could probably take 15 calls that they missed and say oh well this that and this and that that well, okay. should not be the reason and and then there was a definite uh super bowl call there with the pass interference at the end they hadn't called it all day all day i did think that was weird all day. if you're not gonna call it all day, you don't call it now unless he literally drags him down before the ball gets there then yeah, you gotta I, call it that's kind of like i think i i think i'd said this one time on here i can't remember if it was here or it ha- yeah it had, it had to be it was probably last year i never I, I always say it's like i don't i don't think the refs try to decide the game like i don't think that's what it is i do though believe that the refs get caught up in the emotions and they subconsciously decide they consciously subconsciously like call calls so i don't think the ref was intentionally being like oh i'm gonna call this for oklahoma but i do think that in the heat of the moment given what it all is that that call gets made because of that that's that's where I'm at with the refs. And that's what I don't that's that's what always bothers me because I agree like Joe, I think if that call I think if that play happens half an hour earlier, it probably doesn't get called. It honestly probably does not get called. Nope. But because of where they were and the and the the context of what was happening in the game and that it was the it was the drive to go win the game, I do think that the refs subconsciously change a little bit and that does bother me but that's like a human thing i'm not i'm not saying that that's the reason we lost or won it's a human thing hashtag bring back robot bring bring in robot umps bring in robot refs there you go ai we're getting there i tell you what if we did that you'd have to play you couldn't you you can you could never once again argue that the team that won didn't play completely clean football exactly so so basically, long story short, to recap for y'all, Quinn was not the problem, the whole problem, but he did not play well in the first quarter. Correct, Creighton? I don't think he played great in the second quarter either. Okay, we'll call it first half. Quinn didn't play great go. in the first there half. And, and, I'm sorry. And, but, he, but he played well enough in the second half to do stuff. But the problem is the trenches were terrible. The yeah. offensive and defensive lines were terrible. Um, the, the wide receivers weren't getting any... Uh, separation, and then gold star for Jonathan Brooks and Bert Auburn because they were the uh, let's say Bert 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 Auburn. So Bert Auburn, Quinn Ewers, by the way, I just want to say that I, I think if we're gonna if we're gonna say everything we did, we do have to mention that he did. There was a span in that second half where he rattled off like yes, a ton you. ton of completions. I'm not. I'm not trying. I'm now not do all that try- a whole damn game, right. Quinn. I'm not. Please. I'm not all trying to say that he sucks or he needs to. You know, he he needs to be subbed out or anything. All I'm saying is that we have set up here one too many times for a guy that has been highly as rated as he has and said this, that, and this is a problem that needs to be fixed. That's all I'm trying to say, and it's starting to get to the point where. I don't know. Do you come back as third year? I I don't know. I know it's down the road, but man. We are playing with fire with Arch. We are playing with fire. Now, luckily the Mannings are a good, kind, uh, caring people and family. So I don't think he would transfer, but we are playing with fire if Quinn comes back another year. So Quinn, get it together, dude. We want Arch. Well, we... I, I Yeah, I, I'm not saying like I, I want you to leave. I mean, I've enjoyed your time. I think he's a really good kid. Actually, I think he's you a great kid. You just said he sucked! You know? <laughs> well, I, I said I'm not trying because I think people are going to say, oh, well, you're just hating on Quinn, and that's not the case because, like I said, I think my credentials are validated. I have said, like I said, I have said for years how good Quinn is, even when he was playing at South Lake, how bad I wanted him. And I still, I'm very happy that he's on my team and not at Ohio State. Yeah. I yeah. just, I just, I don't, I don't understand this whole, how, co- how come we can't put the four quarters together? Why can't we do that's, it? And I why am I constantly having to say, well, if he could just channel what he did at X game, if he could just channel what he did against Alabama, if he could just do this like he did against, why can't it just happen on the current game that's taking place? Why does it always have to be looking back at the past? 
the great ones channel it all four quarters of every game. The good ones don't. Quinn is good. He's not great right now. I think that's that's plain and simple. Yeah, Heisman's out, by the way. Oh, if yeah, it was ever in yeah, question. Yeah, no, yeah, just, yeah. So. All right, let's move on to the, uh, oh, God, let's move on to Sark. Um, where do you want to start? Um, oh, let's start at the biggest fucking excuse for football I've ever seen in my life. Okay. First and goal on the one-yard line. On the one-yard line, and you bring in your jumbo package with Tavondre Sweat. Who Was it Alfred Collins was the other, was the other one? Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Two big two big bodies. 300 pounders, yeah. Two big bodies. And I'm like, oh, Sark's seen the Chicago Bears in the 80s. He knows what he's to do. He's going to hand off to the big boy, let him run, fridge style. No, he has the defensive guys try to block. Do you think the defensive guys know how to block? Come on now. And what do you know? This Oh, you guys slipped the gap, got Brooks in the backfield, down at the one, second down. Move to the I formation. Brooks gets stopped again. Third down. Bring back the jumbo package, giving OU a chance to swap out fresh bodies. And does he hand it off to Devondre Sweater, Alfred Collins? No! He goes to fucking Jonathan Brooks again. Stopped at the one. Now it's fourth down. You have one dry, one down to get one yard. And now he tries to go... Oh my god, it's screen pass. I, oh my god, if I see one more screen pass on this fucking team, I'm going to lose... <laughs> My shit. Not a, it, not has never worked, it has never worked. I think he, I think it worked that first play in Red River in 2021, and ever yeah. since that day, Sark says, "Ah, it can work. We're gonna keep." There's running been, it. there's been four coaches since 1997, 95, whatever. I don't really care. Four coaches since the early, you know, the mid 90s. Screen passes haven't worked, but all, but a handful of times throughout all those years. And not so, to mention, Joe, it's not just a screen pass. It's a screen pass to an Xavier Worthy. Who weighs just under under 160 pounds? I could probably. It's not like you're throwing it to some. Yeah, you're not throwing it to some stocky receiver. Like and see, I I wonder if they had thrown it to Whittington, I think he gets in because he just wanted. Sure, sure. Now, grant now, granted, did did he get in? There was freeze frames and stuff. First of all, they did miss the face mask, but again, can't rely on the rest. Definitely missed the face mask. However, can't get the ball in. Eight yeah, inches well, away from it looked. It, really? it looked. It looked like he got in, but I don't know. I, it wouldn't have been enough to overturn. Let's put it that way, because you need undisputable evidence. Wouldn't have been enough to overturn. Can I say some? Yeah. Well, two things. One. Okay. The minute the minute Jordan Whittington did not get in, I knew we weren't going to get into there. I just had a feeling. I said. I said that that that's going to be Jordan, a big you issue mean because. What. No, 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 oh, no. Oh, on that catch oh, when he got down to the there. one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. oh, I knew, Once Jordan, I knew it. When, yeah. I knew it, too. I said, oh, right. God, we're not going to get in. We're not going to get in. I was going to say, that, that's not good. Two, you want to look at one. You want to look at a place where the game was lost? That was it. That was that where was the it. game was lost. That was where the that game was lost. That's the straw that broke the camel back. I think I even tweeted it out on our Bevo boys, actually. It's like, that That feels like that's the straw that broke. So, there, there's where your game was lost. Because I think at that point, OU said... Yeah, these guys got nothing on us. And we kind of said, well, crap, what are we going to do? You know, granted, we came back and led the game, but still, that's regardless. I think at that point, everyone was like, but really, your offense, your red zone offense is, is it that bad that you can't get in eight inches away from your goal line? I mean, seriously? Like... You can sling the ball all over the field, apparently, run it everywhere, but you can't get eight inches into just punch it. You can't punch it for one. That was. We talked about how bad the red zone offense has been all year long. That was it's a whole. Another, that all, that yeah, was all. That, but that that was a whole different level the other day with that. And. They they had sold us. They had sold us, Joe, all week. They said, "Oh well, the practice has been great in the red zone. We've looked good." Oh my God, you know, Tom! And, and Tom, that's is that's that you? what you show up with. Tom, is that you? Practice has been good. Been I know. A great practice. <laughs> Tom, hey, where are you at? No, like, oh my God. I and just, that's I think I, what I, extru- I've I think never, what I've yeah. never come I've never come closer to breaking my TV than I was after that drive. Yeah. 
and I don't think that right. I think and where it comes at it, it comes to a we come from a place where we see these guys are able to move up and down the field, whether it's you know dink and dunk passes or it's running with Jonathan Brooks. We see these guys being able to run across the field and then they get into the twenty yard line and I understand that it it condenses. You know, there's basically a backstop. Defenses able are able to do certain things, but you get into that red zone and you look completely different. I think that's what frustrates everybody is how come it is just so wildly, wildly drastic from what we saw the first, I don't know, like seven plays of the drive. That's what I think bothers everybody. And it, I'll, I'm just going to like, I don't think it's, it's that big of a secret. If you cannot get into the end zone, if you can't score when you're in the red zone and you have to keep doing three-point field goals instead of seven-point touchdowns, you are going to give up a lot. You're, you're going to waste a lot of points, and most likely you are going to lose games. That's why they lost the game the other day. Couldn't get into the red, They couldn't get into the end zone from the red zone. They couldn't do it. If, if, they, have, if they have to keep settling for field goals, there's going to come another point in time. We mentioned it last week. There will be a point in time where they keep a team hanging around for way too long and they lose the game. You can't play around, and, man. And you, you can't, can't play lose, around. You can't lose now. You've got to go one to know every week. So play calling in the red zone. Sark, get it together, man. Maybe get more thicker sunglasses. Get some Oakleys, dude. I know those are expensive sunglasses, but you look like a girl with your thin frames. What the hell, dude? Oh, who wears man. thin frames? He's going for it. Who wears thin frames? Oh, tell me, who wears thin frames? Those look awful. Those look awful, and I don't care. They're not as lucky sunglasses, but that way, better change that up this week. Sort or uh, next week. Sort of guys, today's by. I wear thin bi-week. frames. That thin? I'm that, kidding. Yeah. Oh, oh, I was about to say, Crane. Crane, I'm going to question because yeah, no, those glasses are stupid. But on the other side of the ball, PK clearly playing to not lose instead of win. And he ended that. up looking like Todd Orlando. Looked exactly like Todd Orlando's defense out there, especially that last drive. Prevent defense? What the fuck is, has anyone how has prevent defense ever worked? Not just for Texas, but for OU, for Miami, for Notre Dame, for Ohio State. Has anyone ever played prevent defense and it's actually worked? No, never. Like all, I, if it has, if it has, let me know. Let me know. Add us on right. Twitter. Let me know <laughs> what game and what day and if it's before nineteen ninety five. You better shut the fuck it up. It makes me laugh it. that teams do it all. Like any team does it goes into a shell to not lose. And they have all these blueprints of like, don't do that because if you stop playing aggressive, it, it's not going to work out in your favor. If you go, if you try to play not to lose, you're going to lose. I, I, they have the blueprint yet. They still do it. And that's not to say with all of this being said, we're not saying that there wasn't some good play calling down the stretch. There was good play calling here and there throughout the day. It just as an overall just wasn't the it wasn't that it wasn't the best and the defense you cannot you cannot I I don't care here's here's my thing is that say what you want about the last the last offensive drive field goal or touchdown I don't really care you take what you can get and it, either way you got your team up into the lead and quite frankly if Quinn doesn't take a sack there. That's you, you probably end up getting the first down. You continue, so I'm not. I, I don't want. I'm not going to hark on Sark for not getting the the seven instead of the three. He got his team up in the lead, and that's what you want. Yeah. You let Dylan Gabriel and the Oklahoma offense score not just in like a minute. They scored in like 35 seconds. 35 seconds. That's what you do as a defense. This top whatever defense that only allows 13 points. That's unacceptable. That is just flat out, flat out unacceptable. There's, there is no excuse for that. 35 freaking seconds that you let Dylan Gabriel and them get down the field and are able to punch it in. Are you, are you kidding me? Not even Joe. They had to score a touchdown, score a touchdown. If you you could even have given up a field goal and you would have been okay. They had to score a touchdown to win and you let it happen in less than 40 seconds. Seriously? Orlando, the prevent defense, the fucking to 2018 when we were up three scores and they came back and tied it and then Dicker the kicker kicked the game-winning field goal. Like, I don't know, man. I'm just tired. I feel bad because it's the second time that Bert Auburn has technically won the game between last year Alabama and this year Oklahoma. Yep. And then and he gets led down. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And then hey, guess what? 
they shouldn't even have that much time. You know why? Because Sark should have had a better game yeah. management for that last offensive drive. People, there is proof out there. They were hiking the ball with 20 seconds on the play sure. clock. But, 20 but seconds at the same on the play. No, no, no. Sure, at the same time, no. No, you you take that sucker down to two seconds. They have maybe 40 seconds left to run down that field. They are not getting down there in 40 seconds. And if they are, then... then the but here, listen, listen to what you're saying, though. That you're, you're, that you're saying, oh, well... When should it, when should any defense allow allow Oklahoma to get down a hundred yards in forty seconds? Seriously, especially the defense that well, we were led to well, believe. What is I'm the, saying is, it, it wouldn't have happened. It would not have fucking happened. But because, I know, but it shouldn't happen regardless. It's forty. Right. It's thirty five seconds that they yeah. went down the field. Are you, are you thirty five seconds? It, it wasn't thirty five seconds. It was more than it was. They had a minute ten on the clock when they got the ball on the twenty five yard. When line they score? When they score? Fifteen seconds. So. Minute, so let's look. No, let's look. Let's look. Let's look. Let's look. Let's All right, look. you can look. You can look, but I'll, I'll look. talk about the game management because this game management by Sark was terrible. You hiked the ball when you were running out the clock. You hiked the ball when there's there. like okay, five fine, seconds. Fine, 40, 35. It was, it was oh, slightly over a minute. Thank you. You let there them you get. Go. I don't really care. You let them get down the field in a minute. A whole just a sing, sixty okay. seconds. Show. Okay, and Creighton literally, if you hike the ball, they have done study. They have studies. Wow, they have proven this. If you they hike the ball with five seconds or less on the play clock, OU has maybe forty seconds left on the play clock on, on the game clock to drive down the field after the Burt Auburn field goal. So now so, I gotta start. So now I gotta start doing math on the offense because my defense can't hold the team. Okay, I have, six. I have, I have, I have it right here. I have it right here. Uh, no, I'm not saying you're not. I'm not saying you're wrong. You're not wrong. I'm saying that now I gotta worry about. Oh well, how long is on the play clock and this and that because my defense, that's supposed to be a top defense in the nation, can't hold the freaking team to go hold to go score a field goal in 60 seconds. Well, hey, guess what? They 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 thought they could, and clearly they can't. Now we know. So. Uh, they snapped with 28 seconds on the play clock at 4:04. Snapped with 27 seconds on the play clock at th- like it's not even like 10, 15 seconds. It's 20 over 25 seconds. Snapped with 22 seconds on the play clock at 3:16. Snapped with 24 seconds on the play clock at 2:54. And snapped with 12 seconds on the play clock at 2:01. You take off, take off. How many seconds? I don't even know. That's a lot of fucking math, and I'm too fucking drunk for this shit, and I'm too fucking pissed for this shit. But. <laughs> 13 seconds on the first... We'll, we'll call it five. Hike it with five. 13 oh, more shit. seconds on the first play. 12 more seconds on the second play. That's 25 seconds. 17 seconds. Uh, what was that? 32? No. Four, yeah. 25 plus... Let's just sit, I'll sit here and listen. I, this is worth it. No, this is, <laughs> is this worth it? Is this <laughs> worth it? Okay, oh. so five, five seconds. 23 seconds. Then... Oh, no way you're doing this live. 22 time. seconds. 22 this seconds. Is, this is gold. 23, t- 45 this is seconds. Gold. 17, 22. 45 plus 17. 36. No, no, no. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I have it. Shut up. 45. 45 15. seconds. So they, they've wasted 45 seconds already here in these first two plays. Then we have 22 minus 5 is 17. What's 45 plus 17? A minute two. A minute no two. No way you're doing this A right minute now. two. 24 minus 5 this is 19. Is a minute 21. And twelve a minute a minute twenty eight. They wasted a minute twenty eight there by not waiting till at least at least five seconds on the play clock. I'm it, good to end the podcast right there. That was that was gold. Yeah, that you're welcome. Straight. You can check my that math was, too. That's right, actually. I'm not I was no, I'm just that no, I'm, was, I'm talking that I'm talking hilarious. to the people. You can check my math. That's right. A minute over a minute of game clock wasted because you hiked the ball too early. What the fuck are you doing, Sark? And, and, and honestly, at that point, if I'm if I'm Quinn at that point, I'm like, fuck you, Sark. I'm literally going to hike the ball with a five seconds. Because anyone knows, anyone knows if you play football. I didn't even play football growing up. And I know damn well that you just hiked the ball with five seconds. And we were trying to run the clock out, which is, I, I assume they were trying to run the clock out. Yeah. No, I think he was trying to score. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, why were you fucking trying to score? Because uh, seven point seven, they Joe, they they would. There's no telling what they would have done if Quinn doesn't take that sack. Quinn takes a sack and oh, screws Quinn everything. Oh, Quinn takes a sack. Yeah, well, Quinn taking the sack screwed everything. But play to fucking win the game. Don't play to score. Because what if Quinn had thrown a pick? What if Quinn had thrown a pick? What if Whittington had fumbled the ball? Then now OU's got the ball with a bunch of time left. They, they got could've... the ball back anyway. Yeah. Well, oh, god damn it. You know, do you see what I'm trying to say though? But you I'm can't tr- trust your defense. Seriously, sixty-five well, yards. Like, how far they, did they go? How far did they go? They went. Let's see. 
It was a touchback, correct? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Okay, perfect. They went the length of the field in 60 seconds. If you can't rely on your defense to hold somebody to not score a touchdown in 60 seconds, you're screwed. Well, you're absolutely that, screwed. Well, he trusted him because he didn't go for it on fourth down. When, oh, you had their fucking field goal team out there, and they didn't hike the ball at all. They tried to they, – they, OU's sitting there trying to sub real quick, and that – like – like that's the thing. That's the thing. So if Sark they did trust the defense. Everybody would have been upset. Come on now. Well, yeah. Well, well, I would have. I would have rather had. You that. should be able to trust your defense that has done apparently so good. Okay, for the and whole they did, year. and they did, and that's why they try to get them off sides and they kicked the field goal. That's exactly he wasn't what asking it is. for them. To, they didn't even have. Dude, they could have let them score. Do you hear score. yourself right now, man? What? Do what? you hear oh, yourself right now? Because literally, he trusted his defense. That's why he kicked the field goal and didn't go for him fourth down. What's wrong with kicking the field goal? You trust your, you're trusting your defense. Great. The defense that has allowed 13 points in the entire year. Uh, averages. Averages 13 points allowed. Okay. And so has, so he and trusts has, his and defense. And people have said is the best defense of the Big 12. Okay. It's, yeah. So what, where are you saying that he doesn't trust his defense? Or no, no. I'm saying he did trust his defense. Because if you can't. No, no. I'm saying that if, 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 you, if you kick the field goal, trusting your defense to go and stop them and they can't, you're screwed. If you can't, if, if your defense can't do it, that's bad news, man. That's oh, what happened. And while they couldn't do it, we're screwed. Fucking A, man. I, I don't know <laughs> at this point. I don't know at this That's point. what I'm saying, though, because that's the problem, Joe. It's not It's not like Oklahoma had to go down there and only kick a field goal. They had to go down well, there and, and score, score a touchdown. touchdown. And, oh, God, don't even get me started on the touchdown play because he was wide open in the end zone. So blown coverage by everyone. Oh, my God. I can't. At least you see it now. I can't. See well, now. no, I see, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it, and it sucks because I want to be positive. I want to say this team's going to get back to Arlington. I want to say they're going to win out. I want to say they're going to win week by week, but I really don't fucking know because this team, well, you every can't year. Know. Hey, here That's we go. Here we go. This is it. This is the big one. Every year, OU is a toss-up because it's Red River and it's crazy, but every year this team loses to someone they shouldn't. Am I wrong? Sure. No, no, they, they, they do, and that's and what I'm hoping doesn't the happen. Usual, the usual suspects is Oklahoma State. Well, they don't play Oklahoma State this year. West Virginia, they don't play West Virginia this year. Texas Tech. I mean, I'm severely who do they play? Nervous. Who do they play at the end of the year? Who do they play at the end of the year? Yeah, I know, yeah. So, and it, luckily it's in Austin, thank God, where we kicked Well, I'll just tell you, I mean, I don't care who it is. I'll tell you this, like, if, if you play like you did on Saturday, it's going to be, it, it don't, I don't know who well, it's like going to be. It's going to well, be one of those teams. It doesn't even matter how the fuck they play. What I'm saying is they're going to probably blow one here. They're going to probably blow one. And it's going to piss everyone off because, like, until this team proves me otherwise, I, I'm always going to assume they will lose another one other than <laughs> OU. I, what I do, I predicted 10-2, and two, right? Yeah, you did ten two. I, I did thought, eleven. I thought one. it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be. Oh, I thought it was going to be uh, Bama, and I said OU was gonna be a toss up. Like TCU is gonna come out. Like TCU sucks this year. They'll be on fire in, in Fort Worth. Everybody will. Yeah, it's you'll get your. That's the. You're getting the Super that's Bowl the every fucking with, week. Yeah, that's the unfortunate thing with Texas. Everybody's the shot. Joe, Joe, Joe tried so real. Hard. At least, uh, I, I, no. See, you start breaking it down, you realize how my. Here's the. This is. I, I think it's unfair. I would have loved right. I would have loved the touchdown in that game. I thought it would be nice. However, you know what happened happened. Quinn got the sack. It kind of ruined things. So we kicked the field goal. Nonetheless, you kick the field goal that gets your team up in the lead. If you're a defense, you should be able to hold the other team to at least three points in sixty-two seconds, whatever it was. They should not go. I mean, how easy was it for them to go down the field? They were, so, they were they were like, like in the, they were like at the thirty five. Yeah. It looked like a hot right. knife to butter. It was like the thirty five yard line in two plays, and then you had the pi call, which was uh, that didn't help. You know that you played that that way, but they were within their own within the twenty yard line within forty seconds of it, twenty five seconds. I don't even know. It was quick. You know, it, it was obvious that they were going to go to overtime within like ten seconds of that drive. It was so annoying, and that's they weren't going to go to overtime. They were down four. Well, whatever it was, and not us. They yeah, no, they were, no they were down four. So they aren't going to overtime. They're going to win oh, they, the fucking game. Yeah, no, and they no, did. They were down three. No, they were down about? four. They were down. Oh, no, they were down three. Oh, you're right. They, they would have to be down three. Yeah, 30 oh. 27. Damn it. We couldn't even hold them to a field goal? That's what I'm saying. Good what are you talking it. about? I don't know what's going on at this point. I know. That's what I, that's not, I'm that's sorry, what folks. Saying. I'm sorry, folks. I, I really tried to be positive. I tried so hard to be positive. But We've like, been saying for the past five minutes. The more the more we talk about this game, the more negative I get. 
It's just because it's so frustrating because this team is supposed to be different. They have been talked about as if they're going to be different. And then we saw the same exact Texas team we've seen time and time again on that field in the Cotton Bowl. And I'm sick of it. And you should be sick of it too. I am sick of it. I'm uh, I know one. you're sick of it. I'm, I'm talking to oh, people. Yeah. You were the one that was coming on here telling me I should stop being so upset. Well, yeah, and then I start talking about it, and it pisses me off because you're right. It should be different. And I'm sick of these people. That's what I was saying was and, that they kicked like, the field goal. They went up by three. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think two things can be true. I think this team has immensely this gotten better. This team is good. We I think this team is good. I don't think that that's a question. I'm not once saying that this team's not good. I do think at the same time, though, this team played really bad, and they got some holes that they need to fix. And if they play bad like they did on Saturday, they will lose again. They I think two things again. can that be true. That is a fact. That is a fact. They will lose. I don't again think. I don't think you can say. I don't think it's. I don't think it's unfair to say. Oh well, this team is good enough to win the whole thing, but at the same time, they played really, really, really bad on Saturday. And if they play that bad again, they Ooh. won't even be in Arlington. I think it's so unfair. To all the teams, not I, I under the Big Twelve is not very good. I get that, but I think it's unfair for us to sit up there and say, "Well, we'll see them in Arlington." When, when the reality is, is that we've been to the Big Twelve championship one time in the past five years, one time. That was the five years ago. So yeah. literally five years ago, we have uh, not been in five years. So, I think it's unfair for us to say that. Now, granted, do I believe we are going to be there? Quite frankly, I do because I just – this team is too good. But at the same time, I'm holding my breath. I don't want to get ahead of myself. The problem is is that I don't – what I don't like hearing, I don't even care about the fact that it's a lost joke, quite honestly. You lose to Oklahoma all the time. It's Red Oklahoma. River. It's, imp- I, it's impossible Oklahoma, to yeah, I don't – I don't it, – it's not about the loss. It's the fact that you came out there and it was obvious that you got boy-toyed the entire time. That's the thing is that you knew good and well that Oklahoma was going to come out there after losing 49 to zero and try to do something special. They were going to try to prove a point and you got flat out punched in the mouth and you made one, you, he said this in his presser uh, after the game start goes, that was one of the most uncharacteristic games that we've had. He goes. It was so under. Uh, it was so flat out uncharacteristic of us to have all the penalties and the turnovers, and I sit here and listen to that, and I go, "How come it's always got to be the big game where we do the uncharacteristic things? Yeah. Why does it always have to it's be? How come game. we can't be like? How come we can't be on the other side like Oklahoma? They got up. They didn't make any. And I hate what I hate is hearing. Oh well, you know, Texas played their F game, and Oklahoma played their A plus game, and Texas lost by four. Oklahoma didn't play their A plus game. There was plenty of times that they messed up. They had a ton of penalties. They missed a flat-out wide-open touchdown. They yeah, had, they, they missed a wide-open touchdown. Thank God Dylan Gabriel. There was plenty of times Dylan Gabriel missed plays, okay, missed passes. They did not play their A-plus game. I'm not even sure they played an A game. They played a B, somewhere in the B range, B, somewhere B around. Game, yeah. Maybe, yeah. They, they did not play their best game. and that. So I don't under that, – that, that's a bunch of – I don't get that. We, we have issues, and like every team – can you fix the issues? That's what I'm nervous about. I have not seen yet the Texas team, and I'm hoping that this is where this year becomes different, is that they get back to the drawing board and they rattle off five more wins, and we do end up being in the Big 12 championship. But there is too much at this moment. There's way too much evidence that the latter is true to where they're not going to do that than that there is going to be a 5-0 spurt after this game. That's where I'm starting to get nervous, Joe, is that history shows, like you just said, a TCU loss is coming. A K-State loss is coming. This loss is coming. And I hope they can prove me wrong. I just... If it's are we sick of... Are, we're are, gonna are, 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 we're going to throw ourselves from our seat to the heavens and tell you what. I know we'll be close enough to the heavens so when we die, it won't take that long to get up there. <laughs> so... so. I just, I don't know. Because I think, I, I know what people are going to, they're going to listen to this. Maybe not even this. Twitter, just in general. And they're going to say, oh, well, you're hating on, you're just being a straight hater. And oh, that's, well, that's, no ball, but that's fuckers. Not, that's not the fact. It's it's not it's not true because nobody home, can sit up Madden there. Go home, play for a few years, right. and then you'll know ball. Jesus. Nobody can sit up there and say that, I hope they, I don't think they're saying it either, that they played a good game. There, there, there was, there was good spurts. 
I think there was, I think there was times where, quite honestly, Joe Steve Sarkeesian played some, had some really good calls where I looked at him and said, "Wow, he can really draw up some plays from now and then." Like, he can do it every. Like, there's plays where you go, "Wow, that's pretty genius," but there's been plenty of times where there ha- where it hasn't happened, and there's been there was good there was good times where on Saturday where Quinn Ewers made some great plays, like we mentioned. Had a spurt of consecutive uh, completions. Jonathan Brooks was awesome. Burt Auburn finally got back to form. Defense for, like, the defense, for as much as we got onto them, how many times did they bail, did they actually bail us out? They they allowed us to stay in the game for the better part of the, of, of the day. So there is good points in that loss. I just cannot, for the, I, I don't understand why it always has to be that when it comes to a big game, we can we continue to be the ones on the losing side for the most part, and if we're not, it's because it's the second time we've played them. We lost Alabama last year, but we beat them this year. We lost the USC the first year. Luckily, we beat them the next year when they didn't have anybody. How come we just can't keep winning games? I just and I guess the fact of the matter is, why can't we just go undefeated? It's just freaking hard. I guess whatever. I don't know. But if they bounce back and they and they rattle off five more wins, then we can have that conversation. But if they if, if they if they play a hinkling of what they did on Saturday against another team, they will lose. They will lose another game somewhere, and then that'll be it. You're not gonna get it back. Well, I think I've said all I need to say, Creighton. Um, any final thoughts for you? Uh, it's a bye week, thank God. We can heal up. We can figure out the red zone, maybe, and. Um... We can't lose it. If we lose it, if we lose again, the whole fan base. If we lose again, Steve Sarkeesian's seat will be inside the lava. He'll be sitting in the lava <laughs> because, and he won't get fired after this year because he's. he's I don't think he deserves to. I no, think he's done. He's been. He's been good. It's just, dude. The big games, and and they told us this when we hired him. They said he's 50-50 Sarkeesian. I mean, look at the records. Look at the records. It's, I think he's like what eight now. I think it's like eighteen and fourteen overall. And when it, also by the way, I mentioned this to you. Uh, we have not won a game where we've trailed at halftime on the road under his tenure. That's not good either. The combo does count as the road people, even though it's a neutral site. Sure. I think though. I think we need to just wear the icy whites the rest of the year because I, I've noticed this, and I don't know, maybe it's me being a superstitious person, but last year when we wore the icy whites, we weren't very good. We were. It was, right. I was more nervous when we wore the icy whites than when we wore the burnt orange homes. This year, flip that around. We are playing way better in the icy whites than we are in the burnt orange homes. Just We're the home team. You can wear whatever the hell you want at home. Just let them know. Just let them know, hey, bring your home jerseys. We're going to wear, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're bring white. Bring your solid colors. Bring your solid colors. We're wearing white. They got the staff. I'll go down there. I'll go down there being equipment manager if they need more help with the laundry. Because I don't know. I'm superstitious, and they play a lot better in the whites. They do. Am I wrong? No, you're right. And maybe it's because they feel better in the whites. Because I don't know. But the good news is there's good news. Kinda. The good news is is that at least this team is talented enough to win every game in front of them. That's not going to be the issue. It is up here. You can't. I'm podcasting. It's your mental. Like, you know, it, it is in your head. Can you not make the mistakes? Can you not throw all the turnovers? Can you cause turnovers? That'll win you football games. They've been doing that, and that's why they've been winning. But, wow, you want to talk about running into a wall in Dallas. I mean, flat out. But you, you got to recruit, and luckily the team is talented enough to do that. I don't know where this notion came in that if you say anything wrong about them, that it's hating because I think Saturday showed that they're honestly, that this team is this team is still not where they need to be. I mean, honestly, you watch Georgia play, you watch yeah. Michigan play. Are you good? Are you about to say that that oh we're God, the third they, best they team? Serious? Yeah, exactly. I tell you where the hate's come from, Creighton. They embrace the hate shirts, so they think every every criticism <laughs> is hate. They think every criticism is hate, and it's not. You can be critical of your own team and still be a fan. Like, the horns are still up for me, folks. I'm not oh, jumping off ho- the bandwagon. They always, they always the horns will, be. will always just... be up. But we have to call a, a spade a spade. And right now, this that team did not look like the Longhorns yeah. we know and love. And hopefully they figure it out. You can't have almost 100 yards of penalties, three intercept, I mean, three turnovers and say, oh, you played a good game, though. Yeah, no. No, you can't. You can't. So, 
hopefully, hopefully you people still like us. Um, oh, they'll love us. It's fine. I mean, if you if if it bothers you that uh, this is um, this is not getting on anybody. I'm just saying, if it bothers you that we're criticizing the team or Quinn Ewers or whoever, it, it's and it's. Uh, I'll say it again. It is not just Quinn. I can look at Jalen Ford had a bad game. Uh, the all the line had a bad game. DJ Campbell had a bad game. Uh, the guys in the back had a bad game. Ryan Watts was dearly missed. It is not just a Quinn Ewer situation. I'm just saying that if you're the quarterback, you cannot account for other teams' points. That was an issue. But if you are getting upset that we are that that we are criticizing the team, I would just implore you to go watch the game again. Go watch the game again. Sit down. And just look at it through the lens of knowing that you're going to lose at the end, and and come back to me. I, I I think your perspective will change, especially the way that we saw this team coming into the year. This team was ranked number three, Joe, coming into Saturday. Like, yep. They're they're we're allowed to have high expectations because uh, they, they looked set like the a number three. They looked like a number three team in the nation, honestly. Like the Bama game, they looked like the number three team in the nation. Right. The Kansas Luckily, game, second half, they right. did. And see, and you know, and I, you know I what knew... they got going for them? I'll say this. I'm glad you brought it up. Luckily. They have three great wins on their resume. Oh, Alabama, God. Alabama looked great. They look like they're going to be just fine. It's going to end. You know, that, that win, quite honestly, everyone's talking about how Texas beat a team that's not very good. It's looking like right one. now that, yeah, it looks like Texas beat a really good team. Kansas, why don't you go ask Kansas what they did on Saturday? They schooled, okay? And Wyoming beat Fresno State, who's a top 25 team. We have good wins on our resume. Problem yep. is, is you got to make sure that you do not fall into a situation which you so often have in the past where you once again play down to a standard of the other teams that you play over the next course of six weeks and lose a game because this is it man you don't have another room for error not just to get forget the college football playoff that's always been a if you win the big 12 you'll get in you got to make sure you win all your games to get into the into the big 12 championship at this point i mean i tweeted this out saturday people know i'm a realist i'm gonna call it like i see it Texas did not play well enough to win on Saturday, and hopefully, hopefully, and I'm I, I feel like they will come out and play next week. Not this week. It's a bye week. We can't lose the bye week, can we? I shouldn't have said that. I don't know. I should have said that. I should have said that. Knock on wood. Um, but they'll come out. They'll beat Houston. And this actually, you know what? Make real, real quick. Make a good point here. If we smoke Houston by fifty, this team learned and they are pissed. Yeah, we'll come on. I'll come on the podcast and give a pre- I'll, I'll no, be no, able, no, I'll no, be... no. I'm not saying you yeah. won't. I'm saying, but I'm saying is my my OU friends were like Joe. I think we woke a sleeping giant, uh-huh. and I said I think you did too because I think if they if they truly learn from it, they are going yeah. to blow everyone else out of the water the rest of the show year. Show me first though. But show me first. But 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 start one game at a time. Blow out Houston, then blow out BYU, then blow out Kansas State. And if they if they get three blowouts in a row, I think yeah, I well think then yeah we can suddenly be like okay well clearly this team is is okay they learned they learned and they are pissed so I just wish the game I just wish they wouldn't have lost the way that they lost on I know Saturday. I know I think that they, I think that's what hurts they the worst. beat themselves so desperately it was just ugh. like Oklahoma like I don't even think Oklahoma's all that great they didn't play a very good game but Texas had more than enough chances to win the ball game and they couldn't get it done. Yep. Couldn't get it done. That's that's the name of the game. They just couldn't get it done. So um hopefully you guys still like us. Uh we love would love to see you guys when we're in Austin here. I'm not gonna tell you the date anymore because <laughs> but if you listen to our other episodes, you can probably figure it out. Um but no, oh. like I mean we love Longhorn fans and we love we love dialogue, you know? And we just hope people and no one's gonna always agree with you. But at the end of the day, we're all Longhorn fans. We all need to stay together. We all need to stop bickering about other. There was okay. bickering before the game. No, no, no. I'm not gonna bring about, up the. Uh, I'm not gonna bring up the what? situation. No, I'm not gonna bring up the situation. But on Twitter, there's freaking people fighting. Longhorn fans fighting. It's oh. like don't, don't. Just we're, we are all Longhorn fans. Let's all come together. You don't have to agree with what I what we. It's all Craig coming loose together, baby. That's all coming. Okay, loose. you're you're I'm, you're, I'm you're, you're you're pushing it. You're pushing it, Creighton. I'm sorry. You don't have to agree with what we said today, and that's okay. And we don't have to agree with what you said. But I think at the end of the day, we all have our horns up. We all root for the Longhorns, and I th- I think they're going to be okay, Creighton. Do you think they're going to be okay? I think I, I I think the team is way too talented to not be okay. But you, like, I can I cannot sit up here right now and just like everybody like a lot of people I've seen and say it is a foregone conclusion we're going to be there in December. And that's I don't fine. even I don't even think you could say that for teams like Michigan and Georgia. 
you got to go out there and win your ball games. I don't think any college football team is allowed to say, oh, well, it's a guarantee. That's where I'm getting at. That, so I think the team is talented enough to do it. If you had to put a, if, if I had to put money on it, I would a hundred percent say that, yeah, they will be there. I bet they will. But this guarantee, there's just, you can't, you got to go out there. Like you said, want, take every game each week and win it. And if you can do that, you will, you will be there in, uh, in Dallas. And luckily Arlington, thank on, you. Man. I know I live here for crying out loud and I said it wrong. Luckily, you still control your destiny after all that. So no hope is actually lost. It's just the way you lost is just a, it was a bad. And it sucks. And it sucks. And I think I think everyone can agree the way we lost was really bad. But because that's the thing, if you I'm not to keep this podcast going long, but if you won this game, Joe, think about what would have happened. All the stuff if you would have been six and oh 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 yeah. Well, Six guess what? And, and Crane, I've been telling you, you can't do anything about it now. We're 5-1. and one. We have a bye week. We're going to heal up. We're going to learn from our mistakes, and we're going to go kick Houston's ass next week. We'll have a preview of that next week. A shorter episode for sure. Wow, this might be the longest episode ever, honestly. That's not shut off. That is so not true. We used to do episodes that were like an hour and 45 minutes. Calm yourself. Joe go- thinks that because we go over the 60-minute mark that people are going to tune out. It's totally fine. I know I okay. do podcasts. Anyway, anyways, that that's a whole other thing. But the horns are up. The horns stay up. We love all of y'all. We love Texas. We can't wait Welcome. to see you guys and meet you guys. Most of me because I've been in Nebraska for the last <laughs> year. Two. Oh my god, it's been like three years, dude. Oh, that's rough. That's, that's awful. Oh, uh, it's. I, Nebraska, I could say it. Nebraska. Yeah, you could say it. you could say it. Nebraska. <laughs> Nebraska is a fine place, but definitely um, they don't like us here, so it kind of sucks. But. Uh, yeah, no, horns stay up. We'll be back next week. Always remember, the eyes of Texas are upon you and hook up.